Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information, and then just make up a bunch of stuff as we, uh, you know, just try to make the most of uh, what's going on in the world of boating. And, and you know, just, uh, you know, I actually had a little road trip this week myself, so I'm a little out of the loop, but I've been watching the news. I've been, a lot, you know, I, I saw some of the, I don't know, the uh, highlights of the Labor Day boating weekend last week, wow! And they uh, they they didn't they didn't disappoint. There are plenty of them out there on uh, YouTube, so check them out if you want to see some of those uh, flotilla flo- follies, I guess, or what what did we call them last week, Barry? Boating fails. Boating, boating what? Fail. Boating fails. Epic fails. Yeah, maybe epic fails. something like yeah. that. But yeah. we did have uh, we had some fun, so uh, it was all good and. Uh, you know, we'll just have to see where it goes from there. What do you What have you been up to there, Barry? Actually, I took Surprise out on Wednesday and uh, spent the morning out there on the ocean and on the uh, bay until the thunderstorms rolled in a little early. Yeah, what was that all about? Well, they they were they they said that there was going to be like flat seas, and then in the afternoon the thunderstorms would roll in. So the plan was go out there early, which I did. Yeah, the seas were not flat; they were already about one footers. The wind was blowing from the southeast. Went down to uh, the inlet, Hallover Inlet, where uh, I've learned that there are some really amazing videos of boats trying to go through there and not always making it. Right. And uh, through the anchor out at the sandbar, I was the only one there. There was one paddle boarder, and that was it. Okay, so what what day of the week was this? When did you do this? This past Wednesday. Past okay, Wednesday. so you, you did it right after the Labor Day fiasco. Oh, yeah. Let it all clear out, and then you had the whole waterway to yourself. That's right. So, yeah, I wasn't about to go over on Labor Day. It's it's really been busy. Um, my mother-in-law, who has an apartment on the Intracoastal, uh, I go went over there Sunday, and I just saw boat after boat going up and down the Intracoastal. It's busy out there. Right. Okay. But uh, but, uh, but you had uh, fun regardless, though, huh? Yeah. And, and surprise, believe it or not, I mean, I hadn't run her since June of last year. Now, when I bring a boat, when I bring surprise back from a day, I always top off the fuel tank. I put in um, stay built. I wash the boat. I flush it, everything. And then I put it away. And I open up all the uh, all the uh, cabinets and all the doors and hatches. And I run fans to help dry it out. And I hadn't been running it since last June. Uh, the only thing I would do is I'd put the battery on charge because I learned the hard way that if you don't keep a charge on the battery, it will go bad. It'll just drain and you'll never get it back. So uh, I did that. And then you broke and, your uh, back or something. No, no I, hurt, I, hurt my, I hurt my back on the um, one of the waves or something. It, I, really, <laughs> I really did something to my sciatic nerve. It's been a little hard to walk, so I'm hoping I'll be able to dive in a couple of weeks. We're seeing how it's going to heal. Okay. But, uh, I well, you better time. be. Yeah, I want to be. I mean, you know, so I went over, to, as I said, I went over to the sandbar and I looked to the south and I, and I, I think I sent you the pictures. There the email, really dark, the link. 
really dark rolling uh uh clouds coming in and i thought they were heading west and they weren't they were heading north so i pulled up anchor started going north and i, I think you know on the intercoastal there's some areas where you have to go slow so every time i go slow the storm would catch up to me and i get soaked so by the time i got back to the dock i was just a wet dog but uh surprise ran uh surprisingly well no issues with her well a few little issues my anchor light wasn't working, so I had to test that out. I cleaned it up. It had some uh, corrosion problems, but that's taken care of. Mute your mic there, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a few other little things I'm going to work on. Uh, one of the things I want to do is to uh, keep a spare T-shirt and extra towel in the truck for days like that. Why? Wait, wait, for days that you have to wear clothes? No, for the days that you come back and you're a wet dog. Oh, okay. You, know? Just check. you never know with Barry the Boater. Because oh, no, no, if no, he no, had no. the sandbar all to himself, my guess is, you know, you may have just decided, well, you know, why not be free? Mm, no. <laughs> no, you would, even by myself. You're, no. you, well, oh, so what you're saying, you have to have an audience in order to uh, uh, part- well, I would have saved partake you in such those, activities, yeah. right? Yeah, you you don't want to keep that keep that to yourself. He, he's like, all right, drink it in, ladies. No, and but, guys, I mean, if you so it, choose. It was not. It, what was nice is that the boat ran really good, and yeah. I was really happy with it. And I'm going to do a little bit more work, and we'll see what happens uh, in the next couple of weeks when you guys come down. Uh, yeah, well, that is the plan. You're supposed to be scoping out the lobster holes for us, uh, so when I come down, we know exactly where to go. Hey, I see well, Bill the engineer has joined us and uh, is offering us soup. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> I was. Uh, I'm sorry. I was. I was late getting in. I was. I was busy in the mess. Well, I'll, I'll have some. What kind of soup is that? Everybody, tomato can, soup. What type? Tomato. Tomato soup. Thank you for bringing that virtually to the uh, World of Boating crew and everybody on Facebook Live today. Uh, take a or, sip or tomato. Uh, take a sip. You know, you, Get you your COVID here. Get your COVID here. Remember there, that's how something. that's how I caught COVID is with soup. By the way, so right. Are you trying to make a statement there, uh, Bill, or was this just totally uh, coincidence? No comment. He has a mouthful of soup. He can't talk to us. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure you get COVID from soup. It's true. That's how I got COVID. You know, I had COVID. I I caught COVID from eating somebody's. Well, it wasn't soup. It was chili. Same difference. You so, ate cooked chili, and and you feel that's where you got COVID from. I know it's where I got COVID. The guy who you had it the chili to the CDC, and they tested it for you. Well, I mean, it, it just makes sense. The guy who who gave it to me, who had COVID before, did not know at the time we went to dinner. The The waiter accidentally brought him two cups of chili, a bonus cup of chili by mistake. And after about five, ten minutes of him spewing his droplets of COVID juice over the top of his chili, he said, hey, I'm not going to eat this. You want it? And I was like, who says no to free chili? Well, I do now. But at the time, I uh, took the free chili. This isn't the same person well. that you were in an enclosed space with for two hours. On no, a well, the, here's the thing. The other people in that enclosed space didn't catch it. And wow. we were in an enclosed space, but we were still pretty far apart at the time. And, you know, we were closer during dinner. And, and you know, it just makes sense that he was spewing over that free chili that I uh, per- partaked in. And uh, that's how I got my COVID. But the other people in my household, who I was actually closer to and spent way more time with, did not get it. So I don't think it went through the air in my case. I mean, of course, I don't know 100%, but it makes sense that it was a chili. Did Blame the chili! Eggs? 
Do yeah. you have belly aches because of it? Belly aches? Why would I have belly no. aches? Because if you get in your stomach, they say usually you end up getting diarrhea and uh, some pretty bad belly aches. Well, thanks for sharing. Uh, uh, you know, the, a couple days of uh, hell is what I encountered. Yes. I mean, you know. Uh, so what did you learn from that about sharing food? Don't eat anybody's free chili <laughs> or soup. You know, you can accept it virtually from Bill the Engineer here at the World of Boating. Uh, that That's the safe way to enjoy someone else's offer of free soup and or chili. Now you know the rest of the I, story. I did not know that your theory on your um, on your COVID exposure was that it was through chili. Yeah. Had I known, I would have made chili instead. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it's a thought that counts. The fact that he, he just bought a bowl of goodness uh, to offer up virtually, knowing that, you know, it's safe to do it that way. Uh, I, I think all our listeners well should start out. mailing you uh, homemade chili. Yeah, maybe. You know, I, I was just spent some time in uh, with the family down in, uh, well, up in Cincinnati. And I had I had uh, Cincinnati chili up there. You know, they're famous for that stuff. That way, it's what you put on top of spaghetti, right? Yes. On top of spaghetti, all covered with cheese. So I know I, I wasn't get, here right at the beginning, I so I don't know what you what you did to me. And then Patrick I began angry. to sneeze. <laughs> yeah, Patrick yeah, the, doesn't yeah, look happy. He's is he Patrick? You can wake up now. <laughs> we've we've told my story. <laughs> so you know when he's silent, it's such great radio. Let's let's <laughs> let's remember that. But um, but anyway, you told me to mute my mic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He, he went to sleep. So how was, am I how am I supposed to participate if you tell me to mute my mic? Meet your so, mic. Is he eat? Mute. You, oh, mute. He told, okay. me, he told me to mute my mic. Right. Oh, you were talking. Okay. He was. You were talking on the phone, and we heard you talking on the phone. I was not talking on the phone. Okay. You were dictating no, to your to Siri or something. Dict- I was. I was sick. You are. I think you still have COVID. I think you're hallucinating <laughs> he, and he hearing had, he, crap. He did have chili again, so it's possible. Ah, uh, maybe he, he could I mean, be chili intolerant. Is there you, you any have, chance we're going to talk about boating today? I don't know. Patrick's upset. I have is a upset. bunch of stuff pulled up, but he wants to talk about COVID and chili. <laughs> it's my fault. I was eating soup. Yes, duh. It was, it was the engineer's fault. See, you would have known that if you weren't listening, or if you were listening and not talking on your phone with your mic open. All right, we'll get back on track or course or something here next on the World Boat. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook 
the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast all aboard all aboard on the glass bottom boat this is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer, Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so uh, I think we got back on course, and uh, Patrick woke up. So he's ready to take the helm and lead us through uh, maybe some little, few little news nuggets. That our boating yeah, passengers. Yeah, I, I was. I was might. never asleep. The captain is never asleep. Captain okay. never sleeps. Passed out. Got it. All right. So what no, do we have? Never there? passes out. What do we got All right. there, Patrick? Um, you know, a lot of uncertainty uh, the past uh, few months on boat shows, and are they? Are they not happening? Uh, I know that the Atlantic City Inwater Boat Show is going off, and I uh, got word this week that. The Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show has got a green light How about from that? from Broward County. So, checking the website for FLIBS before coming on air, mm-hmm. the ticket portal still hasn't gone live. Yeah. So, well, that's Monday unusual. in the state of Florida, they're opening up bars and restaurants at 50%. That's a new thing. So, uh, maybe they're still kind of looking at this. Day by day, week by week, Barry, statewide. It may be different in your neck of the woods, uh, Barry. Yeah, uh, here it's still uh, up in the air, but, you know, the governor, I guess, has to say, go ahead, South Florida, go ahead, Broward County. Well, he did, Uh, and that starts Monday. All right. But I I don't know, they may, yeah, I don't know if they have a local ordinance down there in Broward. Is that what it is? Uh, well, they've, they've got to yeah. deal. They've got to deal with the city. They've got to deal with the county, and right. then you've got to deal with the state. So there's multiple agencies involved. The uh, organization that, of course, oversees the boat show has submitted a plan for uh, safety and cleaning and everything like that. But meanwhile, um, Art Basel in Miami Beach has been canceled. The Tortuga Music Festival in Fort Lauderdale has been canceled. And hold on, your 
hats while we're in the boat. The Winterfest boat parade has been canceled. Hmm. Okay. I, that's yeah, kind I of mean, odd, too, because yeah. that's a boat's out in the water. The only it's, place. That's, that's not it. It's the crowds on the shoreline. On the shoreline. They don't want to create that's the draw. What okay. what that's what they're concerned about. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, so it blows, I think, is what we, uh, I mean, does the entire world of boating crew, are, are you happy about this or you're kind of bummed? Bill, what say you? I, it's it's troubling that things have to be canceled. Right. But, I mean, that's. It is what it is. That's how it is. Yeah. That's how, how it is in this day age. You you lived through your COVID experience, mm-hmm. and uh, it was not a fun experience. No, uh, there are plenty of people that do not live through their co- their COVID experience, and what we need to do to keep it from spreading until we've got a really effective way to treat it to make it so it's not uh, not something which. Yeah. Which is okay. We have no choice. Bad for a lot of people. Yeah. I, I understood. Barry, calls. what say you? Are you a little bummed about that, or you think, well, they got to do it? What do you think? Well, I'm not really a bar fly, so. It, well, that has nothing you know, to do with the boat shows, which is what oh, we're talking well, as about. As far Wake as the up. boat show is concerned, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that they're going to add the boat show. Uh, yeah, it would be kind of. But what about the Winterfest boat parade? I mean, that wouldn't be till December. You think they're yeah, pulling the trigger you know, too early, or what? Well, I don't know how long it takes to set that up. I would think it takes longer to set up the boat show, and the Winterfest is so far away. Um, I think they could have done something where they could have, you know, people could spread out, especially when they sit at the parks and all that, you know, spread yeah. out the benches and all that. I'm I'm with you, Barry. I I, I kind of think that. But uh, the, yeah, I don't know if the, I get that uh, totally. Well, but I mean, on, I on see. Other, on, yeah, but on the other side, what? On the other side of the coin, you know, you, what we're trying to do is get this to slowly drop down. And it's working. Right. Uh, the, the rates are slowly coming down. Let them come down. Let it get to a manageable point, And then, you know, just start slowly opening things up and we'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, the thing, yeah this, but you know what? Yeah, go ahead. With, with the Winterfest Boat Parade, if nothing else, okay, so we understand we have to limit crowd size or try to keep that from occurring to limit, slow the spread. But you can still have the parade and people can participate virtually. Because you know what, it's Christmas time, right? And if there's a, if there's any if there's any time that people want to feel more of a sense of joy and happiness, other than listening to this show, um, it would be something like that. So why not at least have the boat portion, but close the shorelines to people viewing, and they can participate virtually. Yeah, I, I no actually agree with Patrick that. for the first time in the history of the world of boating, Joe. How that's about not that? What you tell me when, that's not what you tell me when we're off the air. You express your undying affection and love for me every time. <laughs> well, okay, we there's can talk that. about that later, boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. guess, who he, guess who he was sharing chili with? <laughs> Just saying. Patrick's Just jealous. Saying. He's jealous. I I, I know but, love. But the I news right now, as of uh, <laughs> yesterday, that Broward County and uh, looks like Palm Beach County are going to stay closed for now. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, I, but I agree. I, I think the Winterfest boat parade's a little too far out for them to pull the tra- you know pull the plug on that one. But I mean, they got to do what they got to do. I understand. But I, I'm with you, Patrick. I mean, gosh, you know, something like that for for the holidays. It does seem like they could set up some pretty basic protocols or 
or keep people separated a little bit. Or heck, by then, look, that's December. That's after the election. It'll be, it'll probably be gone by then. Wink, wink. Yeah. Anyway, there's that. So there there, uh, there is that. Okay. So we'll have to still uh, wait and see what happens with the uh, the the boat uh, show in Fort Lauderdale. I mean, that's supposed to be at the end of October uh, or first uh, week of November. So we'll see. You know how things uh, evolve, and we'll cover it accordingly. But I hope the show goes on as it must and should. But you know, a part of that shows outside, right? Yeah, of course. A lot of it is outside. Right. So I think that that's, that gives us the opportunity to do some things which you can't do when your whole show's inside. Well, maybe. I mean, but like, so, so is the I Winter would, Fest assume, Parade is outside, too. But they canceled that. Uh, but people line up along the intercoastal. They line up on bridges. They line up. There's not a ton of open space viewing areas for you to be a part of the parade. I agree. I think that the the parade itself isn't the problem. It's the viewing of the parade. So let's make it virtual. Mm-hmm. Let's get some branding behind it. And then- I, I will say, you know, uh, I was up in Cincinnati, as I said, this past weekend doing a little family trip. And one of the big things that happened over Labor Day is they have this massive fireworks display, uh, which is hosted by the radio station, WEBN, which, by the way, I used to work at. And they did the fireworks this year, as they always do. But they did it in an undisclosed location just for that reason. They didn't want to let people know where it was going to be so they wouldn't gather along the riverfront of Kentucky and uh, Ohio and watch the fireworks. So they were a little uh, sneaky about it, but they did it. The show went on. I don't know how you do that with a boat parade. Do it with a boat parade. Just don't tell them where the parade is going to go. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer, and Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew. All right, so uh, we're following all the boating events and seeing, you know, uh, if they're going to be on or off over the next few weeks. And like I said, maybe the Winterfest Boat Parade, they could still do it, but they just don't tell them the course that the boat parade is going to take, and then they could film it. And that might keep the uh, the crowds at bay. That's what they did up in Cincinnati with this fireworks thing over the over the Labor Day weekend. And yeah, I was, think there's probably not as many people involved in how you put together a fireworks show as there are putting together a boat parade because you're sending out information to a large number of people. And while I might trust Barry with that information, I do not trust you as far as I can throw you. Hmm. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, but uh, it's just one idea of many that they could could uh, they can it's, consider. It, it's not a terrible idea, but there's no way they'd be able to keep it. Well, and they also already they, on it. well they threw in the towel already, so I guess it's too late at this point. Maybe they're listening right now and they're going, "Oh, that's a great idea." We well, could have done Jacksonville. That. Maybe we talked to, to Rusty. He's yeah. got connections with that Jacksonville boat parade. Maybe they can run the Jacksonville boat parade this way that's right they can well, do here, here sneaky here's what patrick oh i guess we lost him 
No, he just froze up for a minute. He froze. He froze. I I think we lost Patrick. Oh, well. What are you going to do? He'll be back. We're captainless once again here at the World of Boning. <laughs> or, or maybe way. maybe they, he just doesn't want to know. He just doesn't want to. Uh, you know, is he still talking? Is that it? <laughs> he never stopped talking, even though he froze, I think is what it is. Oh, the beauty of technology. You got to wonder sometimes if it's uh, worth all the aggravation. You know, these computers are supposed to take over the world and save us from humanity. Isn't that how it is? Or did it, is that a different movie? Bill? No. Did you hear what I said about No, of course not. I never listen to what you say. I know that. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, look, we'll regroup and get back on track here with the World of Boating next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Pat, you, uh, you always been a seaman? By that, I mean a sailor, not, you know, sperm. No, I got, I got you. I, no, I haven't, but, you know, since the virus hit, I said, Pat, what better excuse to buy a boat? What? I'm boating. What? What? I'm boating. My schedule's all filled up, man. I'm boating. What? I'm boating. What? I'm boating. I'm trying to get a tan right now. I'll call you later. I'm boating. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Barry, the boater, and even Bill, the engineer. Uh, watching us on Facebook Live today. You may be doing that as well. We uh, apologize for that uh, thing. You're just proving once again that we all have the faces for radio. All right. So, uh, uh, what, Bill, you had a comment about that? or You got that right. You're okay. 100% in. See, all me and in. Bill agree. Wow, I'm agreeing with uh, Patrick and Bill on the same show. Shocking. Very shocking. Yeah, but we still have lost Patrick, it sounds like. Is that the case, Barry? I don't hear a word. Yeah, I was I was going to suggest that he turns off his camera, and that might help him. Maybe. It would help us, I think. But uh, <laughs> not, not nice. for the same reasons. Well, it just yeah. it just would reduce the amount of bandwidth that he needs to okay. send audio. It's all about the bandwidth, maybe. I That's don't right. know. All right, but uh, I guess what we need to do is go back to Barry because he did do some boating and went out to a sandbar. And uh, I don't know if uh, uh, you you said the surprise worked well, but your back didn't or something. It was a little rougher out in the ocean than I expected. And uh, when I got back, when I got back home, I just noticed I had a pain. What the heck is going on now? Holy crap. Now Barry is wigging out. I'm not sure what the heck is going on here. Uh, Barry just Bill? fine, too. I hear Barry just fine, Well, too. you guys don't hear what's really going on. What? Well, <laughs> it could be you. No, it is not. Oh, of course, oh, of course not. No. He has all the top-grade equipment, so nothing could fail over there. Of course. All right, now <laughs> I think we got you back. You just wigged out there for a second there, Barry. All right, so, uh, but your back didn't hold up, as, but your boat did. Is that what you said? Yeah, or, yeah. I, I, you know. But what I, did I, you I did. do? Did you slip on something or? No, it's just a little bouncy out there. You know, surprise is, is a light, very light boat. It's yeah, not like it's not fiberglass. It's made out of polyethylene. It's the same material as uh, its coolers are made out of. 
Right. So when it hits, and you've been on it, when you hit a wave, it really, you know, it hits hard. Um, it's not like an aluminum boat. Well, which, don't, don't you have one of those shock absorber mats on the bottom of your, you know, your, your, the gunnel of your of your boat or no? No, you mean for the deck? Yeah. No. No, I don't need that. I was I was sitting on my chair on a cushion on a towel, mm-hmm. and it was just that bumpy out. It was just so. too uh, rough that day. At least for uh, your, it your was a little bones. rougher than I wanted it to be. Okay, they promised they promised flat seas, and I didn't get it. But other than that, you know, well, yeah, Barry, did did you take note of the uh, Mariners forecast? Yes, that was the point. When and I especially I got there early. There were only five with my trailer. There were six trailers in all of John U. Lloyd Park. It was absolutely empty. It was beautiful. The water was flat. I launched the boat. I got eaten up by no CMs. And I went out there and the sun was just rising. It should have been flat. It should have been calm wind and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hold on. Hold on to your watch cap there because the National Weather Service is about to make a huge change, which is going to shock boaters down to their hull bottom. Are you ready for this? Oh, I got a feeling I know what it's going to be, too. Go. They are going, they are considering changing small craft advisory to small craft warning. What? You mean they're going to scare us a little more? That's going to change everything. They're changing the words. Huh. Advisory changing the terminology. Yes, that that's going to fix everything. It will. Mm-hmm. It, that 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 alone will yeah. save thousands <laughs> and thousands. I, I, I'm guessing. Uh, wait, wait. Who's made? Who, who's making the change on the terminology? People who disregard. <laughs> I was going to say, I think they're in charge of our uh, of Patrick's internet connection as well. The ones that are in charge for making the change. Uh, well, it wouldn't be. Would it be Noah? No. Who would that be? Would it be? Uh, do you know Bill? What did? Who did he? Who's changing the terminology? The National Weather Service. It is Noah. Uh, well, wouldn't that be well, the same? Noah. Group? It's the National Weather Service. So. All right, and yeah. we know how accurate they are about things. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. But the National Weather Service and small craft advisories, small craft warnings, those are pretty accurate. It's information. It's pretty accurate. Is there anyone who is capable of 100% uh, determining what the weather is at any given point in time? No. No. But they're way better at it than, you know, cutting up squirrels in the woods to guess. Oh, don't knock it till you try it. I don't know why you think I haven't. Oh, good point. It uh, didn't work but, out well. You're no, saying, you know what? Reading entrails is uh, not necessarily. At the bare minimum, it's pretty messy. It, yeah. <laughs> you didn't get a merit badge for that, Bill? Merit badge? I, no, uh, I, I think a, 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 you might be getting like a prison sentence or, uh, or at least a fine eventually. or something. I don't know. I don't think they. Only Perhaps that's where Greg gets his chili from. Mm. <laughs> Squirrel brain yeah, so chili. Yeah, it's a great I, recipe. I think yeah. there's something to be said for making the move from warning, uh, from advisory to warning. Because advisory kind of, to me, the word implies you've got something to tell me. When mm-hmm. you say warning, 
you've got something that you're warning me about. Okay, maybe. I don't think it's a terrible idea. It's not going to change anything. Not, it won't change. It's not going to. It won't. No, because if you look at this website that Barry was mentioning earlier about Hallover, you will see the most the, the smallest boats heading out on days yeah. when I wouldn't take a fifty-three footer out. Uh-huh. And they are, and then they get they get part of the way out, and they're like, "Oh man, this is this water's coming up over the bow, and right. everything's getting washed out. Let's turn around." Okay, which no, <laughs> but but if they were uh, addressing or answering to a warning, they would have never went out in the first place. Of course, and makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, that area. Hmm. No, no, he's gone. We lost you again. again. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but I'm right. t- I think the National Weather Service is in control of Patrick's internet connection. I, I don't think they like this commentary because I, uh, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, I did find that website, and I've been I've been thoroughly enhan- enthralled with watching these videos of these boats. I didn't know they had cameramen out there now uh, doing this stuff. But there were, there was one that was the boat was truly overloaded. It it just plowed the bow oh, yeah. into the boat. Yeah, I watched this for a few minutes, and I, and every time he he gunned the engine forward, it would plow a little deeper. I thought, oh, he's just going to take it diving. Um, and yeah, and for some reason, they decide at the worst part to turn around instead of just going through the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. They turn around where they can almost capsize the boat. It's sounds it's like a good time. Oh yeah, if you're watching no, them and it's not, just a, yeah, it's just. Uh, unknowledgeable boaters that get. Okay, well, I think what Patrick is trying to say is that it's unknowledgeable boaters that, you know, if if they're warned as opposed to advised, it'll uh, solve all the problems. And they'll, they'll just stay home and watch videos of other boaters making... Uh, the wrong decisions. I, I, I'm going to paraphrase, but I believe that's what Patrick was trying to say. Uh, back me up on that, uh, Bill, or no? I think the bigger issue here really is that if there's value to the advisories, it, they're just doing things the way we've always done them isn't necessarily the right way. So yeah. if you don't think you're reaching enough people, you have a meeting. You throw out some ideas. What can we do to try and make it so more people take this, uh, take the information more seriously and make better informed decisions? Mm-hmm. And a way which might have a small, tiny, possibly measurable impact is changing the name of it from advisory to warning. And it's a pretty light lift. When you think about how much work goes into making that change, that's pretty light except for that every publication that's ever been written about them now needs to be changed right and and will uh advisories uh not no longer exist they aren't going to advise us ever again no they're just going to call on warnings the the biggest what happens when there's actually we'd just like to advise you of this potential problem they don't have one it's a warning we'd like to warn you about this potential problem yeah if Mm. you're assuming people actually uh, go on the website, which I have up right now, which says there is a small craft advisory in effect. Because- okay, or I advise you to avoid the area, bury the boater, is 
going clothing optional on his boat uh, this weekend. Uh, you're right. That'd be a warning. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast here's the boat and here's you do you want to be in the boat yeah hello that's life on a boat when I'm born, it's a perfect kind of joke. I'm living it up and never giving up life on a boat. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer, and Barry, the boater, running out the crew. All right, so um, we apologize for the connection issues we're having with Patrick. He just sounds, uh, I, I don't know if it uh, adds to the crotchiness uh, of his character or... Or not, but uh, it, it, you could look at it as like his best Max Headroom impression that we're getting in the uh, throwback to the 80s kind of thing. So we're making the best of it. It's fine. Uh, hey, uh, before we get before we get too far into the next story real quick, I want to thank Bill for joining us this week because it's not too often that he's able to join with us. And Bill, I know you got some things going um, that our listeners may not be aware of. So if they want to connect with you outside of the show, how can they do that? Uh, the best way to do that is to find me at my my page. I actually do 
Is that page that picture of you on the post office wall? That, that's not. That's a different page. No, I, I'm doing a number of podcasts these days uh-huh. at uh, Five Minute Professor. If you check out the Five Minute Professor page, I have one called The Lady and the Professor where we talk relationships and one where we talk about uh, news and things going on in the world uh, called The Photographer and the Professor. Those normally uh, stream live on uh, Wednesday and Thursday nights. Check it out at right. Five Minute Professor. There you Thank go. Thank you, Patrick. All right. Yep. Uh, so... There was something that happened last week while we were on air, and hmm. and, what are the odds? and when we came yeah. off, when we came when we came off air, I started across the world of boating newswire, seeing this this event that happened. Now, this, this event. is not political. Mm-hmm. This is no. The, what I'm okay. Quit spit to it out already. Jeez, political. But there was yeah. a, oh, there gosh. was a boat parade that took place last Saturday in texas out on lake travis Mm -hmm. and as a result of the way the boats were running five boats sank yep and this leads us to a discussion which is actually a few weeks ago if you remember and we had the big blow up about the other boat parade and a boat that got swamped and sank what i really wanted to get down to is when these events are happening there's got to be a sense of order about how the boats need to run for a boat parade like Winterfest versus what's happening at these events where it seems to be every man for himself and you've got boats running at 10 mile an hour. And some of these boats running at 10 mile an hour, these big cruisers throw out a bigger wake than if they're running at 40 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And some of the smaller boats, of course, when you look at some of these pictures, it looked like the North Atlantic during wintertime. I mean, it was brutal. And and Um, then, other of the photos, once the boats had gone by, you got to see that the lake was relatively calm. Yeah. It, it was pretty calm when they were trying to get the, the boats up out of, out of the water. Uh, after they had uh, uh, taken on water, the water is pretty calm. But it really is. It's a, a parade, like the Winterfest Boat Parade, is a series of boats moving with no wake or a slight wake in sequ- uh, uh, sequentially, one behind the other with space in between them, regulated by the people who are running the parade. And they go out and they warn the operators not to get too close to the boat in front of them. And what we've been seeing with these um, with these rally parades is that it's everybody kind of gathers together and they say, let's go. And then they go. And boats of different sizes operating really much closer to each other and traveling in the same direction as each other, causing a lot more problems on the water. Yeah, and when you have a confined body of water like that, the wakes that are created rebound off the shoreline, come back in, those join the other wakes. And again, now all of a sudden you've got 10, 12 foot seas in what is relatively a a calm body of water. And if you are going to take part in one, a parade like this, which I really wouldn't call it a parade because again, a parade denotes more what Bill had mentioned boats following usually smaller boats, boats starting off. You have a parade marshal or marshals that are making sure that everybody stays in. If you're going to take part in something like this, or you're going to go out and observe, be forewarned and make sure that your insurance is paid up on your boat. Or just know what you're getting yourself into before you 
you get there. And and that's just uh, being properly prepared for the worst. I mean, you know, that one at the lake that you're talking about, obviously these parades that happened, actually a lot of them were last weekend, uh, ended up being way bigger than they than the organizers originally anticipated. So you got a massive crowd of boats and yeah, could have, could have things been, you know, organized better. 2020 hindsight may, may be the case, but as we spoke about a couple weeks ago, the listeners were responding saying, look, you're a boater, you know, the size of your boat and you should be, uh, properly prepared for the worst. And, the uh, the folks that ended up getting swamped got in over their heads, literally, because they weren't prepared for such uh, fiascos or uh, such conditions. So is that their fault? I don't know. Is it, uh, you know, the organizer's responsibility? You know, you could look at it twenty twenty hindsight and and say maybe there could have been more organization. But who knows? I mean, that that's where you got to take personal responsibility for your boating skills and, um, you know, uh, and, and what your, your, your boat can handle. So, we will have to wrap it up with that for now. Uh, and, and then uh, and, and see where we go for next week. Until uh, then, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better. Where, guys? As a, As a boater. There you go. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.